the um, government tabled their marijuana bill. To talk about it right now, we're joined by Alan Carter from Global News. He's the anchor there and Queens Park Bureau Chief. Alan, welcome to the show once again. Oh, thanks, Kelly. Appreciate you having me on. Listen, Alan, I, I think it was a major fail uh, releasing it a week early. What are your thoughts? Don't you think 420 would have been the perfect time to table this bill? Well, remember they made the announcement that they would go f- ahead with this on the, the 420 last, I believe it was last year, mm-hmm. uh, and they took a lot of heat for being trite with this issue. So I don't think that they don't want to be seen as doing that. I mean, this is a very, very tight balancing act by the Trudeau government trying to carry out what they pledged, which was the legalization of recreational marijuana, to take out the 50,000 or so Canadians that every year are charged criminally with marijuana possession, but at the same time recognize the health uh, implications and also not sort of, you know, make it sexy or glamorous and appeal to children. So it's a very, very difficult thing to do. And the bill today seems to have pleased really everyone and no one, which if you take that by any sort of measure, may mean that it's a bit of a success if no one's happy. All right. So people in their cars right now, give them the highlights. uh, And, you know, people listening not in their cars as well, I guess. I don't want to leave anybody out. Give them the highlights of what we uh, heard in this bill. Well, we're going to talk about being in the car because there's some aspects to this legislation that's going to have a real impact, even if you are never want to consume marijuana. We'll get mm-hmm. to that in just a second. But here's the marijuana angle of it is that you can consumers will now be able to grow up to four plants at home or buy from licensed retailers. You'll be able to possess up to 30 grams of dried or fresh cannabis. The legal minimum age is 18 federally set, but each province can set its own age and perhaps tie it with alcohol. I would suspect that the Ontario Liberals will set it at 19 just to make that straight across the board, but we don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. And then there's also these elements on strengthening impaired driving measures that the Liberal government has brought in as actually separate legislation to the actual marijuana bill. And there are some concerns about this. This is the sort of thing that now, you know, we don't have the actual technical tools in this country to be able to pull you over and say, you know, blow into this or do this thing, and I can tell whether or not you were impaired by drugs or by specifically by THC, the mm-hmm. psychoactive ingredient in marijuana. And what they're saying is, well, we're going to bring that in. We're going to find some way to do that. <clears throat> and also we're going to set what is a minimum uh, THC blood alcohol, or not blood alcohol, THC in your blood level, just yep. like we have at blood alcohol. But the thing is, there is no scientific evidence as to what that would be. So we still have a whole bunch of elements that we don't understand what the ramifications well, would be in terms of you driving impaired. What it, what interests me about that, Alan, is I know they've been doing a lot of tests to find out exactly where that benchmark should be on if you're too impaired by marijuana or drugs to drive. And uh, I'm just wondering, like, is that sort of like WKRP when they have, you know, Dr. Johnny Fever in with Venus Flytrap and they both, you know, one's getting uh, faster as they drink with their reflexes? I mean, it's it's marijuana affects people differently. So I guess that would be a hard uh, test to find out a benchmark. Yes, although impairment is impairment, although, you know, you know the old joke, and, and you've seen this in the United States, police uh, 
areas of uh, police uh, forces in areas where marijuana has been legalized say mm. the reason they tend to pull people over for most is driving like 20 kilometers or 20 Too miles slow. under the speed limit yeah. and that guy that guy's high right and know? i don't want to make it sound like i'm making light of this i just think it's a very difficult thing as you say to find out exactly who's stoned while driving and and who's not but if it if it, what it means to us is spot checks are going to, if you are one of those people that feel that it infringes upon your right to be pulled over by the cops and stopped just to see if uh, maybe you've been drinking tonight, uh, get ready because it's going to get a lot worse. Yeah, according to this legislation, the, guy, the police officer that pulls you over does not have any reason to suspect, real, any concrete reason. They just decide... Well, I think your eyes are bloodshot, so therefore, I, you know, you have to give me this test. Now, you know, advocates for safety on the road, absolutely. You know, people say, well, maybe we should just absolutely have that. But there's going to be an argument on the civil liberty side on this, and I think we have to be cognizant of it. Well, you know, uh, Alan and Kelly, I do know I talked to some cops recently about uh, drug recognition officers. So that's a, someone who's specially trained who they would call in, and if they had a set a stop check hopefully one would be standing by and ready these people are supposedly experts at telling whether or not someone is high they were the guys that yeah, were remember, originally working at our high school dances yeah. <laughs> yeah. but remember that their evidence is not really all that admissible in court all they can do is then take you somewhere to get a more uh, accurate testing whether that's a blood test or a urine test mm-hmm. and there's no evidence that you know we don't really know how it works in the body you know, like if if you're pulled over and you're drunk and it takes them four hours to get you a, a breathalyzer test or an accurate test that they can use against you in court, mm-hmm. then in four hours time, your body has, you know, absorbed that alcohol and you no longer have that reading. And then the charge doesn't stick. Well, not to mention also the fact that I choose whether or not I want to drink if I'm at a party. Um, I don't necessarily choose the air that I'm breathing in. And if I'm the designated driver, now I've got to vacate the house if some if there's a lot of people smoking up in there. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, you know, the old the old Ross Rebliati, 16 parts per million. You know, the old Whistler, uh, you know, Olympic mm-hmm. gold medalist. I didn't smoke it. I was just hanging out in Whistler. Listen, that I, can, I can vouch for Ross. I've been to the same yeah. party, and I did yeah. not inhale. <laughs> that being said, though, I should you should always be that cautious anyway. Sure. I want to talk, Alan, about the federal government proposing a number of changes to the criminal code, as you mentioned, to punish anyone who would provide marijuana to youth or sell the product outside of the new legal regime. What are you hearing about that? Well, the thing that has jumped out to a lot of journalists right away is the penalty for selling or providing marijuana to a minor. The maximum penalty for that is 14 years in jail. 14 years in jail. Now, keep in mind, you know, maximum penalties are rarely given out. But, mm. you know, like the that Mountie that abused and sexually violated his son he was sentenced to 15 years in jail this week. So that gives you a sense of how wow. weird and how much that stands out. If you were to buy a, a minor alcohol in this province, it, the fine would be between 100 and $500. So compare that to this 14-year maximum. It seems very odd. It's very extreme. Let's talk I understand a- that. Yep, yeah. go ahead. You understand? Well, I mean... Well, the government is very, very concerned here about How they minors. Look. 
my no minors with access to to marijuana because the the strongest evidence that we have against marijuana use is the evidence that shows that use amongst te- uh, teens and those in their early twenties may lead to irreversible brain impacts. Yeah, and that is true. Your brain is not fully formed until you are in your twenties. I mean, that frontal lobe. Or in your case, not yet. Mm, Good one, Alan. Good one. Cute. Hey, does he have an off button? I think he does. No, Alan, let's talk about the kids for a second, because one of the things I noticed on this is that uh, edibles, the sale of edibles is going to remain something they deal with later. So at first, sales will entail any fresh dried cannabis, cannabis oils, seeds, plants for cultivation, but sales of edibles will come later. However... The same bill also says that adults aged 18 or older would be allowed to produce legal cannabis products such as food or drinks for personal use at home. That means your potentially your grade 12 will be able to make pot brownies at home and it'll be legal. What? Well, what, because it, grade, grade 12, 12 is 18. 18 years of age. Right. All right. So let's say it's 19 or it's eight. What? I mean, that to me yeah, is one I, of the things that it strikes me as, wow, this, you know, I, I think I'm pretty laid back. But to me, to find out that your kid might be making a batch of brownies in your kitchen that, you know, have pot in them, it it makes me even nervous. So what does but that tell you? The, well, let me play a little devil's advocate mm. here. Let's, let's make it 19 because that's the legal age to drink. And let's yep. just assume it's going to be 19 here. So now your 19-year-old who's living with you at home comes home with, you know, a couple of large Smirnoffs and, you know, and a case of Mike's Hard Lemonade and goes at it for the weekend. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's it's funny, but I know when I'm drinking a Smirnoff how much I can drink before I start feeling it. It's, you know, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite here because to say I've never had a pot brownie is a lie. To say pot brownies don't scare me, that's also a lie because I don't know how high I'm going to get by eating a little piece of pot brownie, not to be too... You know, okay. honest on the show, but hey, why not? It's radio. Okay, but then devil's advocate again. What the government is saying is that somewhere down the line, they will license pot uh, producers to make edibles, and so now that brownie isn't a mystery pot brownie. Yes. It's a pot brownie with 125 milligrams of THC, which makes me more comfortable. Well, also, I'm glad you're comfortable. It should be noted that uh, people at age 18 or older can sell alcohol in this province, even though you can't drink it till you're 19. Yeah, good point. It's true, because you can sell it. You can work in a bar mm-hmm. when you're 18. So, Alan, what's your takeaway here from this? It's a big first step by the federal government. What we have to watch for now is what the provincial government does in response. We have to see what Charles Sousa, who was asked again today, you know, the, the government here has indicated, Kathleen Wynne in the past, that she would like to see it sold in LCBOs. But it looks like the government is walking away from that because the task force that the federals put together said that that's not a good idea. So what we're looking at is where it will be sold, Mm -hmm. to whom, in terms of will it be 19 or will the government go do something different and make it 18 or perhaps 21? That's a possibility as well. And also, how will they distribute it? And that's where you're going to see, I believe, the um, distribution arm of the LCBO come in, and it will take over the actual distribution of the product around the province. Which makes me slightly nervous, because yesterday, uh, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of faith in the woman that was ringing me through with a bottle of wine yesterday at the LCBO. But that's another story entirely. Alan, I appreciate you joining us on the show, as always. 
Listen, always great to be with you. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks, Alan. Alan Carter, trying to make some sense of the new uh, marijuana bill uh, table today. Global News anchor in Queens Park, Bureau Chief. Alan is a friend of the show as well.